Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I trust you're having a wonderful day today, and wherever you may be, know this, God knows exactly where you are, what you stand in need of. Thank God Jesus knows all about our troubles, and He will guide till the day is done. You can trust Jesus. You can lean on Him, stand upon the Word of God, and He never fails, never has, never will. Not going to start today. Thank God for the Lord and how good He is in our life. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're going through. You are still blessed. You breathe in, breathe out blessed. Your heart beats, blessed. You have a bed to sleep on, blessed. Uh, You have food to eat today, blessed. Clothes on your back, blessed. All of this in heaven too, brother, we are blessed and that beyond measure. We've been studying together in 2 Corinthians and that's where I'll be again today. We are in chapter 11. This will be our third study in the 11th chapter and we've gotten down through the first four verses and today we'll pick up in verse 5 and uh, Paul is on the defense as he has been throughout much of 2 Corinthians. Now I've mentioned this before. 1 Corinthians is a letter of correction. Paul is on the offense dealing with sin in the Corinthian church. 2 Corinthians is a letter of defense where Paul is defending his own uh, apostleship, his own uh, heart, his own prerogative, his agenda, if you will. And the Corinthians, some got right, but others puffed up. They rejected the opportunity to repent and get right. And instead of receiving the message, they tried to discredit the messenger. And so they kind of went on the attack against the apostle Paul, even though he had loved them, labored for them, led them to the Lord, uh, been their teacher in spiritual things, cared for them like a father would his children, they still turned on Paul. Now, that's just human nature. No one, because of our stinking flesh and pride, likes correction. We just don't. I don't care how humble you think you are. Uh, somebody said no one uh, minds being called a servant until they're treated like one. And uh, same thing to deal with. Well, I don't. I like it whenever uh, the preacher preaches hard. Yeah, you do until he hits on your sin. Come on now, it deals with your trouble. And our flesh just doesn't like that. We all think that we are, uh, you know, top shelf and all of that. Pride is a problem. And so the Corinthians had that issue, and Paul has to defend himself. Now, if you've missed those prior Bible studies, it'll be a help to you uh, to listen to them, and you can find those archived on our podcast. Our podcast is available anywhere podcasts are found. Just go type in Striving for Revival, become a subscriber. All of this is free, and that gives you instant access to every broadcast that we have done and there are many 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 on there and if you miss us on the radio you always find us there on the podcast now to chapter 11 verse 1 we'll read for context would to god you could bear with me a little in my folly and indeed bear with me for i am jealous over you with a godly jealousy for i have espoused you to one husband that i may present you a chaste virgin to christ but i fear Lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. 
For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. Now, Paul is being a little sarcastic, and he'll continue the sarcasm into verse 5. And he's basically saying, if a heretic came to town and preached a perverted gospel, a polluted truth to you, you would put up with him quicker than you put up with me. He said, and sort of like he said, am I your enemy now because I tell you the truth? Now, it's amazing how much room we'll give to error and how quick we are to cut off truth whenever truth rubs us the wrong way. But like I said earlier, that's human nature. So Paul's using a little sarcasm here. These Judaizers have crept in. They're <clears throat> polluting and perverting what Paul had preached, and yet they're giving place to them while they're trying to cast out Paul. Verse 5, For I suppose I was not a wit behind the chief, very chiefest apostles. Now, Paul's giving himself a little room here and like i said he's being a little sarcastic here it's not uh, uh, him boasting out of pride he's doing this to prove a point uh, he said i suppose i was nothing compared to the other apostles the 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 the, the big names he said uh, you know those those uh, uh those those men that you're looking up to there in in your church at corinth he said i don't think i was behind them in anything uh, he said uh, I, I think probably I, I could be on equal plane with the heretic and the judaizers that you're following you see how paul's being a little sarcastic he's trying to get them to see the folly uh, of the way that they are operating here. But though I be rude in speech, and this is their criticism of Paul, they said Paul's speech is contemptible, right? His presence is very weak. He's not very uh, extravagant. He's not good looking. He, he doesn't carry himself with any air of superiority. Uh, the way he talks is sort of elementary. And so they're beginning to take these things and nitpick Paul so that they can, like I said earlier, discard his message. But we have been truly made manifest among you in all things. Have I committed an offense in abasing myself that you might be exalted because I have preached to you the gospel of God freely? The thought is, he said, Am I, have I sinned because I've come to you in humility and not pomp? Have I, have I done wrong in coming to you uh, as a servant and not a celebrity, not strutting like a spiritual peacock, but humbling myself and being willing to uh, spend and be spent for you? Am I wrong in that? Paul has never asked for any money. Uh, he, he's never, uh, as far as per, for personal use, he's lived of the gospel. He's worked with his own hands. He was a tent maker on the side. Uh, church has sent him financial support, but he can go around begging for money. But the Corinthian church had never supported Paul. They'd never given him a dime for all that he had done for them. And he didn't expect it. He wasn't asking for it. He's just proving a point. He said, hey, you, you can say what you want to, but everything I've done for you, I've done of my own free will and out of a heart of love. Uh, for you and for those in Corinth. The Corinthian church hadn't supported him. So he confronts him with the question, was it a sin to humble myself? <laughs> uh, was it a sin? I'd minister to you freely. Now let's look at verse 8. I robbed other churches, taking wages of them to do you service. Verse 9 goes with it. And when I was present with you and wanted, I was chargeable to no man, for that which was lacking to me, the brethren which came from Macedonia supplied, and in all things I've kept myself from being burdensome unto you, so will I keep myself. Paul's statement is so strong in verse 8. I robbed other churches, taking wages of them to do you service. Basically what he's saying is uh, other churches supported me while I was pouring out into you. They paid basically my way to be a blessing to you. I tell you, the Corinthians had no ground to stand on when it came to criticism 
uh, targeted at Paul. Paul had done everything he'd done for them out of a heart of love, free, no charge, no expectation, just wanting to help them along, and yet they turned on him in this way. In verse number 9, he begins to talk about the brethren uh, in Macedonia that aided him. And he said, you know, in Corinth, he said, uh, when I was there, I wasn't a burden to you. My needs were met by the churches in your area. Other churches in your area were a blessing and helped me along the way, but you didn't help me along the way. He, he said, hey, listen, I didn't want to be a burden to you. I didn't expect anything out of you. And you you can go uh, look it up, Acts 18, verse number 5, and Philippians chapter 4, and there's more insight into what Paul's saying here, but the basic premise is this, Paul was blameless. Paul had no reproach on his life whatsoever when it came to his ministry there in Corinth, and though they criticized him, their criticism was hollow and empty. It was a shell. It was a straw man argument because it held no weight. Paul had done everything right and godly and was above board. Now, verse number 10, as the truth of Christ is in me, no man shall Stop me of this boasting in the regions of Achaia. So what's he talking about? No one can stop him from boasting about how the gospel had been taken to that region, uh, southern Greece, and even Corinth. And so he said, hey, listen, you, you, you say I'm full of pride. You say that I'm after uh, celebrity status or after money or after selfish gain. He said, no, not at all. He said, if I boast, I dare not boast in anything save the gospel and the way God got the gospel to people just like you, by the way. You wouldn't be saved if God hadn't allowed me to get the gospel to you. Now, let me apply this. Our time's almost gone. Be careful when you get sideways bitter, when you backslide about criticizing those people in those places that got the gospel to you, nothing looks so foolish, so childish, so sinful than someone who is so puffed up with pride and blinded by bitterness that they would try to shoot at those who helped get them to where they are. God help us never to be a carnal bitter critic as these Corinthians were as they targeted the Apostle Paul. That's all of our time for today. Join us next broadcast. We'll continue in this chapter. Until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.